0: Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. We are launching out a podcast series entitled Breadcrumbs, Truths Left to Us by Those Who Went Before Us. So over the next weeks, I am going to share with you from those who I draw deep encouragement from, who have gone before me on this path of real, true discipleship. And I hope that it brings deep encouragement to you to know Him and to pursue Him and to let Him make it all real inside of you for this hour of history. So here we go, Breadcrumbs, a podcast series, truths left to us by those who went before us. I hope it encourages you today to go deeper with Him and to connect with me. Hey everybody, great to be together again on this series called Breadcrumbs. I encourage myself every time I sit down to record one of these because it is putting me in the remembrance of the way that God has used these to so encourage me, to help me take the next steps in my life. And let me tell you that one of the greatest encouragers in my life is the church. The church has been my best friend on the face of the earth. The church has done me no harm. She has only done me good. And I want to return the favor. Welcome to Breadcrumbs Today. I tell you that when I think about the church, the true church, the people of God, from my mom who led me to Jesus when I was seven, to my husband who led me back to Jesus when I was 27, to those who loved my husband and I in the early days of our life with the Lord, To those who have mentored me, discipled me, opened up doors for me, who have done nothing but believe in me, who have spoken the word of God to me. Uh, This uh, is some of the richest encouragement ever. And when I lost my way, when I rebelliously walked off, when I refused to listen to those whom God had put around me, guess what they did? They remained loyal. To Jesus. And they continued to speak a word of deep conviction. They continued to cooperate with God as He had to expose my sin uh, to a greater circle of people because I required it, because I refused to uh, yield to His whisper, to His chastening. I would not yield to His rebuke when He was exposing it to me. Uh, Clearly, Uh, therefore, uh, he had discouraged me and he had to deal with me so very, very deeply. But there were people, the church, who knew how to cover me so that the enemy could not literally take my life from me. Uh, And yet they knew how to cover me and to guard me and to teach me the ways of God, and so all I can say to you today is that the church has been my best friend on the face of the earth, and I want to return the favor. This is why I serve the way I do, because I've been served by God himself. There is no greater servant on the face of the earth anywhere, right, other than God himself, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and I don't say that in any demeaning or diminishing way, I am telling you, they are the ones who have labored to make certain everything has been taken care of. And because it is the nature, the culture of the Godhead to serve, uh, then that's why we serve. We don't serve because we want to be nice volunteers at church, because it's a nice Christian thing to do. It is the absolute culture of the Godhead to serve. And I want to serve because I've been served. I've been served by God and by his people, by his church. And uh, it is my honor to serve them. One of the ways that I'm serving uh, these days is just by encouraging those who are leaders and builders, uh, those who are in fivefold ministry that God has given me the privilege of partnering with, Uh, to be able to encourage them that as God is coming, just like he had to do in my own life, he is coming with fire to his church. He is coming with fire that is going to simultaneously expose where there is filth and corruption. And he is also going to, by the fire of his love, he is going to protect us in this time Uh, and only God can do those things simultaneously, and I don't have time here to go through all of that process, but the breadcrumb that I want to encourage you with is from a book called Life Together by Diedrich Bonhoeffer, and I am right here, if you will, in the land of Bonhoeffer. I am in cities that once were a part of Germany that are now a part of Poland, I am standing on the shoulders of great men and women who have plowed this land here in Poland. I believe Poland is one of the most strategic nations on the face of the earth. I believe it with all of my heart. And so it's uh, very interesting to me that uh, God years ago put Dietrich Bonhoeffer in front of me in book form. And, uh, and I have been reading these books now for a few years But one of the things that I think hinders the body of Christ is because we have gone in oftentimes and we have wanted to make church what we wanted church to be. Now, the way that uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer puts it in this wonderful breadcrumb, I don't know exactly how I'll carve this out for a quote, but this is how it reads. It says, innumerable times a whole Christian community has broken down because it had sprung from a wish dream. Oh, pay attention to this. Innumerable times a whole Christian community has broken down because it had sprung from a wish dream. The serious Christian set down for the first time in a Christian community is likely to bring with him a very definite idea of what Christian life together should be and to try to realize it. But God's grace speedily shatters such dreams. Just as surely as God desires to lead us to a knowledge of genuine Christian fellowship, so surely must we be overwhelmed by a great disillusionment with others, with Christians in general, and if we are fortunate, with ourselves. I love this, that God's grace speedily shatters such wish dreams. Now, why would that be? Well, because what gets in the way of God building His church, of Jesus building His church the way He wants to build her, is because we all come in with our ideas about what church is. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymcready.com or follow her on social media at nbmcready. I thank God that I came into the true church. Let me tell you, she is powerful. She is full. She is lacking in nothing. And I tell you, she can love you on your first day. She can correct you on your worst day. The church of Jesus Christ is the most powerful force on the face of the earth when she is fully their dream and when she is living by the finished work of Jesus and the power of the person of Holy Spirit and is being literally harnessed to make their dream come true. So this is why our dreams of church and what we think she should be and how it should happen and I want it to be like this and when it's not, I am offended. I don't like it. That's wrong. This is wrong. That is wrong. Right? Just on and on it goes because we came in with an idea of what we wanted our ideal church to be. And if we're not careful, then we just keep moving from church to church, trying to find that ideal, that dream. I love the way he calls it a wish dream. I call it a fantasy fellowship. The fantasy fellowship of church is when I have come up with what I think church should be like. And then if the church fails to meet my expectations, then I'm done with her. My friends, we have got to come to the place where we let God's grace shatter all of our wish dreams about the church so that his dream can come true. So that the true church can emerge in this hour of history because his church is going to accomplish everything that he has written down. His church really is going to advance his kingdom. His church is going to hold back darkness so that God can continue to hold open the door of salvation. There is so much that we have got to shift in this time towards so that it can be the way that he wants it to be. And this is so powerful. You see, every human wish dream, Dietrich Bonhoeffer goes on to say, that is injected into the Christian community Is a hindrance to genuine community and must be banished if genuine community is to survive. He who loves his dream of a community more than the Christian community itself becomes a destroyer of the latter, even though his personal intentions may be ever so honest and earnest and sacrificial. He enters the community of Christians with his demands, sets up his own law, and judges the brethren and God himself accordingly. Wow. I tell you, it would be good for us to read of such things to men and women who have gone before us, who have laid literally their lives down to see the church that Jesus desires come to pass. My friends, so that just as Bonhoeffer was trying to guard the church from the um, infestation of the Nazis, you understand there are those that today that we must be those who want to stand with God and see his church not be literally taken over by self or by the goodness of man or just by man's wish dreams? So I want to encourage you today to be the church that he uh, is building. Let him begin in you. Let him, if you're a leader, If you are a pastor, if you're an evangelist, if you're one of the fivefold ministry gifts, let him work in you. Let him sift through those things that might be your wish string, but they're not really his string. And then let those things fall so that that which he desires can become what you desire, and then it's what you labor towards. I think this is where he's bringing us more and more in tune with him so that we can truly be in tune with each other. And we can put our shoulders, uh, you know, side by side, and we can come shoulder to shoulder, and we can be a part of making God's dream come true. So I just want to say the church has been my best friend on the face of the earth. For those who have literally been led by the head of the church, which is Jesus himself, they knew his ways, their loyalties lied with him. And they served his purposes in my life. They didn't try to draw me to them. They didn't try, thank God, they did not try to make me happy. They did not try to cater to everything within me. They simply were his people. They knew him, they knew his ways, and they promoted them towards me. And then they left me to make my own decision. And I want to be a part of making God's dream come true. So I don't want us to be confused when God's grace has to shatter our wish dream so that his dream of who the church is supposed to be can come forward. We want to be those who labor with him towards what it is that he is after. This hour of history is crying out for the true church to step forward. All right. I hope this breadcrumb today has encouraged you. I hope that maybe in the future you might decide to pick up Diedrich Bonhoeffer's book, Life Together, and be encouraged. Be encouraged, my friends, today to be the church that Jesus is building. All right? I love you all. Until next time. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.